Unsure about your future after school? From finances to college, from adult education to military options, the Life After School podcast is for you. Now on to the host, Charles Prince. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Life After School. Again, we are thankful to everyone who has been sharing our podcast, and I ask that you continue to do so. Continue to share our episodes on your favorite social media platform. And if you haven't followed or subscribed to us on your favorite podcast platform, I encourage you to do so. That way you can be notified anytime we upload a new episode. We do tend and try to keep a schedule of Thursday, but there are times that we might need an additional day or two, or there are times we might release special episodes. And so definitely subscribe so you can get notified when we do that. Last week, we started talking about budgeting and budgeting is one of those things that many of us as adults absolutely hate. At least from my point of view, because it reminds me of how much or how little money I have. And so when thinking about doing budgets, we're going to talk about today two very important things that needs to be considered when you are budgeting. First, keep track of your spending. Track your spending. That is absolutely very important. We're going to talk about that right now and we'll hold on and to our second point later on, but track spending. You need to keep tabs where your money goes to identify spending patterns. This is a very important thing because in the world we live in, especially since it's post COVID, we are living in a world that is becoming less and less reliant on cash. And the reason why I say that, and that is a very important point to remember because it has been proven that it is easier to spend money you don't see than it is money that you can touch and fill. For instance, if you have $100 bills in your wallet, you're not going to want to break those hundred dollar bills or you're going to be more conscious of what you want to buy because you are physically seeing the money in your pocket or in your wallet however when you have all your money in a bank account and you and the only way you can access it is through a debit card it can be harder to have that mindset of keeping in track where your money goes Yes, we have notifications that our apps will send us when we spend something or something comes out, how much we have left in our accounts. We have all of those options, but at the same time, it's still not the same as physically looking at your cash. Because when you look at your cash, you are more mindful of where you are spending your money. When you use cash, you are mindful of where your money is going. And you can do that too when you are using a debit card but you need to be careful about your spending because it is so easy, especially with us in the debit card era, that we can have so much stuff come out of our accounts that we forget about. You know, you might see those commercials where you'll see these apps that will uh, get access to your account and see what hidden subscriptions you don't realize you're paying. 
You might be thinking to yourself, how can you forget about a subscription? I can understand maybe forgetting about one or two things, but can you really forget about that many subscriptions? Let me tell you, yes, you can. Especially if you're a type of person that downloads something and you want to use the pro version of it or the only option to use an app is to use the pro version of it, then you get the free trial and you try to remember to cancel the free trial and then you get a notification that Apple took out something from your account. And so in, when you do that, that's why it's important to keep track of when your free trials end. And if you plan on keeping the app or keeping that service, then you need to be sure that you pay attention to how much it costs. There are times when I let a subscription continue because I thought that I was going to be paying the monthly amount per month, but instead I got charged the annual amount, meaning that I got charged for the whole year. And that took me by surprise. And there are little nuances that companies don't really have out front for you to really pay attention to what you're getting. Some do a better job than others, but most really want you to kind of get in on that annual or whatever deal will get them the most money up front. So pay close, close attention when you are dealing with spending and you are looking at these free trials and subscriptions and money can easily go when you are not paying attention and not only with subscriptions, but when you are shopping, it is amazing how fast your money goes when you're using a debit card. And I'm not against using a debit card. I use a debit card for almost 90% of my purchases. And I do a lot of shopping online, so I don't have a choice but to use a card. So I know that it is something that we have to live with on a day-to-day -day basis. However, it is quite tasking when you realize you, when you buy something and then you look at your account, especially when you think that you have more in your account than you realize, you open up your app, your bank app, and you're like, oh my goodness, that's uh, that's more, that's way less than I was expecting to have. And depending on your app, which I bank with Chase, and with Chase, one thing I like about Chase, and this is not to say this is only, uh, this is only a thing that Chase does, but one thing I love about Chase is that I have the option to look at my spending planner. And it tells me how much money I'm spending on different things. And according to my spending planner, I spend the most, which is 36% of the money that um, I have in, in our account. I spend 36% on shopping. And with this type of shopping, which this is, uh, it doesn't always separate the two because the shopping and the groceries, because it has 22% for groceries, but there are some grocery things I bought that falls under shopping. So it's not exactly perfect, but I get to look and see how much I'm spending and what's the type of money that I am using. And it kind of makes me look and say, man, I need, to, um, I need to keep an eye on what I'm spending. I need to do better on what I'm spending. And so, which that's a great thing to do, but don't just rely on apps, you know, keep track of it manually as well. So definitely keep track of your spending because it is easy for money to leave your account really fast. And then the next thing I want to talk about is prioritize needs over wants. Prioritize needs 
over wants. Distinguish between essential expenses and non-essential ones. I will tell you that I am the poster child of prioritizing wants over needs. I have done the opposite. I have prioritized wants over needs so many times. I cannot tell you how many times when I've had the extra money to get something done. Maybe get a particular thing that I've been needing to get replaced. Perhaps maybe a service that I needed to get done on the car. Or just anything in general that is an absolute essential that I need that I put off because I wanted to use the money for something I wanted. Or it doesn't have to be something that you want necessarily. It could be an essential, but an essential that you don't need immediately, but yet you go and get it anyway. Because we want to have the things that we want faster than the things that we need. And there are very few times that the things we want and the things that we need, things that are essential and things that are not essential, there's not, it's very rare that they cross and that they become both. So definitely prioritize your needs over your wants. If you are going to have to sacrifice, and this is a prime example, if you need to sacrifice Netflix for a month so you can make rent, then sacrifice Netflix for a month so you can make rent. Sacrifice Disney Plus. Sacrifice, um, perhaps you may... Perhaps you have a cell phone bill with a major carrier like T-Mobile, AT&T, or Verizon. And maybe you're realizing that some of, a lot of the money you're spending on that cell phone bill can go towards other things you need. So you might need to consider, especially if you, can, if you have a phone that's not locked, if you have an unlocked phone, you might need to consider, you know what? Let me see about finding a cheaper plan on one of these smaller carriers like um, like Met Mobile or Visible and whatnot, or perhaps you're still locked to the plan. Maybe you need to talk to your carrier about getting a cheaper plan. Perhaps you got a plan that gives you premium 5G everywhere and unlimited hotspot data. Maybe you need to, for a couple of months, say, you know what? Let me go to the plan that gives me unlimited regular 5G, may not have full access to the 5G premium, and only gives me a few bit of hotspot data especially if you don't need the hotspot data. If you need the hotspot data because that's the only internet you're paying for, then that's a completely different animal there. However, if you don't need the hotspot and don't need some of the features that are there and you can and you need some of that money for other things, then definitely go to a cheaper plan. Definitely do that. That's something that you want to do. You need to prioritize your needs over your wants. You're just going to, there's going to be times that you're going to be tempted. And I think I mentioned this in the previous episode as well. But there are going to be times that you're going to be tempted to spend money on something when you have the money for rent or any type of other utility. And you think to yourself, well, I can spend this and I can catch up next month. And sometimes you can catch up next month. And sometimes you think to yourself, well... I, I I could catch up or I could just wait till next time. And so you wait off, you put it off again, you wait again. And you do that a couple more times and you're in a point that you cannot get yourself out of a hole. And like I said, not all landlords and landladies will react this way. 
because there are good ones and there are bad ones. So I know that this is not always going to be the case, but I do know with at least a good amount of the people that are landlords, they are willing to help or able to understand if you are doing the best you can and cannot pay rent versus having the money, but choosing not to pay rent. And so, like I said, just do the best you can. There are going to be times you're going to be short and there's going to be times that you're going to have to sacrifice some wants. And also, and this is something else you need to keep in mind too. There's going to be times that you also have to prioritize essentials over other essentials. Let me give you an example. If you are behind on rent or you are short on rent, but your water bill is due, but you know that your late fee on your water bill is not going to be that much and that you can actually catch up within the next month or two, especially if they're not going to cut you off in the next month or two, then you might have to say, you know what? I need to make sure I have a place to stay so I can afford putting off this bill and taking care of rent. Am I saying that that's always the best idea? No, because when you do that, you run the risk of making something a one-time temporary thing into a continuous action because you have additional funds. So try to do that as little as possible, but there are going to be times where you're going to have to say, you know what? I need to pay the gas bill. However, I need to eat this month too. So I am going to be able, I'm only going to be able to pay a little bit towards the gas bill because I need to get some funds to at least eat this week. There's going to be decisions that you're going to have to make with that. And not every budget's going to be perfect. You're not going to have a perfect budget each time. You're not going to have the perfect thing to be able to do each time. So just do the best you can, you know, track your spending, you know, keep tabs on where your money goes to identify spending patterns. Um, not to copy him. And I have my views on Dave Ramsey, which I'm not going to discuss on here. However, there is one thing that he does say quite often that I really would like to mention on here. And I think it's a good thing to keep in mind, especially when you're starting off. He says, and I'm paraphrasing here, that every dollar needs to have a name on it meaning that you should know where all your money is going. That is a very important lesson to keep in mind. Every dollar has a name to it. So know where your funds are going and be careful where your funds are going and prioritize your needs over your wants. Distinguish between essential expenses and non-essential ones. Next week, talk about emergency fund. We're going to be talking a good amount with that because that is something that I believe we need to discuss and we need to set some important goals with that. You all have a good rest of your day, good rest of your weekend, stay safe out there, and never give up on your dreams. Thank you for listening to the Life After School podcast, hosted by Charles Prince. Check your favorite podcast platform for a new episode every Thursday. Never give up on your dreams. Fighting to create